Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, federal managers are a step closer to getting a pay raise next year. More negotiations may need to occur before the White House okays the House's proposed budget. And a bill to create cyber response teams within the Homeland Security Department makes its way through the House. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal managers are another step closer to a pay raise next year. The House Appropriations Committee advances a 3.1% pay raise for 2020 as part of the Financial Services and General Government Appropriations Bill. The measure also includes more funding for the Office of Personnel Management while rejecting the administration's proposed merger with the General Services Administration. The Appropriations Bill now heads to the full House for a vote. The committee also approves a provision to restore the IRS's streamlined critical pay authority until September 2023. The authority lapsed in 2013. It allows the agency to hire short-term cyber and IT talent more quickly at a rate beyond the general scheduled pay scale for career employees. If passed, the IRS could make up to 40 new hires at any one time under critical pay authority and bring those new temporary employees on board within six to eight weeks. The White House is threatening to veto the first fiscal 2020 omnibus spending bill put together by the House. The Office of Management and Budget says the House version raises the discretionary spending caps by more than $350 billion. It also is almost 7% more than President Donald Trump requested for the Departments of Labor, Health and Human Services, Education, Defense, State and other related agencies. A bill to give the Homeland Security Department more firepower in protecting critical infrastructure from cyber attacks passes the House. Representative Michael McCall's bill, the DHS Cyber Incident Response Teams Act, would create groups of cyber first responders in the event of an attack on the government or private sector. The teams will be run by DHS's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and will consist of experts from both the public and private sectors. McCall says the teams are critical to protecting digital networks and communication systems. As the House begins debate on the future of the National Flood Insurance Program, members will have more data about the program itself. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. FEMA publishes machine-readable databases for 2 million flood insurance claims over the last 40 years and for 47 million policy records dating back 10 years. Users can analyze trends such as where claims occurred and how much the program paid out. A deputy administrator says FEMA will refresh the data every 45 to 60 days. Specific policyholders will remain anonymous. I'm Tom Temin. The Navy expects to have a central housing data warehouse up and running by September. The idea is to provide consistent oversight of private housing programs. The system will automatically pull and complete maintenance records from companies to give the Navy real-time detailed reports of maintenance requests and the progress on them. The Navy is implementing the system after reports of mice, mold, and lead paint in privatized military housing. Of the 10 most critical technology systems in need of modernization, six are at least 30 years old. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. The Departments of Health and Human Services, Transportation, and Education are sitting on legacy systems that haven't been updated in at least three decades, and they have no plans to do so anytime soon. The Government Accountability Office says these three agencies were in the worst shape of the 10 departments and systems auditors reviewed. Auditors found the systems at HHS, DOT, and Education rely on outdated languages like COBOL or MUMPS and are running unsupported software causing additional security risks. I'm Jason Miller. 
A new location has been chosen for the temporary housing of migrant children. Health and Human Services Office of Refugee Resettlement says Fort Sill near Lawton, Oklahoma, will be the site for a new facility. It's also considering an emergency shelter at New Mexico's Santa Teresa Port of Entry. The agency says it's dealing with a dramatic spike in the number of children crossing the border without parents. Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan issues two separate memos telling DOD personnel to keep politics out of their official duties. More now from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Shanahan says the memos were meant as a reminder that the military should not be politicized. He says he decided to issue them after someone in the White House military office asked the Navy to keep the USS John McCain out of the president's view during his recent trip to Japan. Shanahan wrote that all DOD personnel must be the epitome of ethics and that nothing they do on duty or in a federal building should imply DOD support for any political cause. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Employees at the National Institute of Food and Agriculture overwhelmingly vote to form a union with the American Federation of Government Employees. The vote comes weeks after employees at USDA's Economic Research Service form their own bargaining unit. Employees at both agencies face possible relocation outside of D.C. And a Drug Enforcement Administration official used his influence to advance his son's contractor career and to hire two former colleagues as DEA contractors. The Justice Inspector General finds the official authorized more than $340,000 for the son's company. The IG also finds the people involved were not qualified for the jobs. This all occurred while the official senior executive service supervisor knew what was going on and did nothing to stop it. The IG could not substantiate whether the offending official, who has since retired, came to work drunker not. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 